Welcome to Advocacy for Inclusion's Supported Decision-Making Podcast. This podcast series is made possible through the generous support of the ACT Office for Disability. I'm Rob Donnelly. I work for Advocacy for Inclusion. We're a Canberra-based community organisation advocating for people with disabilities. We also report on broad issues that have an impact on people with disabilities across Australia. In this final podcast in our supported decision-making series, we're going to consider a challenging aspect of decision-making that some people experience. Sometimes it's hard to make decisions. We all experience that difficulty at times. Decisions can be hard to negotiate when all the choices offer a benefit and there's no obvious choice that's ahead of the pack. But some people experience a different kind of difficulty when it comes to decision-making. We might find ourselves supporting a decision-maker who comes from a background where they've been prevented from exercising their right to make their own decisions about their life. They might come from a family situation where other family members made all the decisions, or they might come from an institutional situation where other people in authority made all the decisions. When people come from backgrounds where they've been denied the opportunity to make their own decisions, decision-making can be a challenge. The person hasn't had a chance to use and build their decision-making skills. They haven't gained experience weighing up, by their own reasoning, the pros and cons of particular choices. They may, in fact, find it challenging to even say what they want. Decision-making can feel like a strange, hard thing to them, and the decision-maker might be keen for you to make the decision for them. This is a situation where it's important for you to remember and communicate the powerful good that's achieved when that person makes their own decision. As a supporter, you're in a position to give that strong, empowering message to the other person, that they have the right to make their own decisions about the life they want, and the more they exercise that right and make their own decisions, the more skillful they will become as decision makers. So, what do we say when the person we're supporting says to us, you make the decision for me? First of all, it can be good to reflect back what you observe. It's really important, you know, that you make your own decision. It's your life. No one knows what you want better than you. I'm happy to help you think about the choices, but in the end, you're the one who needs to decide. But it does sound like making decisions might be a hard thing for you to do. Is that true? Opening up a conversation and giving space for the difficulty to be acknowledged is a helpful first step. The person might then express 
their lack of experience making their own decisions. The back and forth of conversation provides an opportunity to encourage the person as a decision maker. We're so used to continually making decisions, we can forget that decision making is a skill that we gradually learned during the years of our childhood development. An important thing to emphasise to a person who has been deprived of decision-making opportunities is that we all have to learn how to be a decision-maker. As a supporter, you're there to help them learn those skills, to help them look at choices, think about what matters to them, and help them gain the skills in weighing up the options. There are numerous ways you might help. If it's a major decision, you might help by showing that it can be broken down into smaller steps. If the decision-maker is struggling to make a decision about learning to skydive, and they've never taken a flight in a small plane, a first decision might focus on whether or not to go for a flight in a small plane just to see what it's like. Or it might be about getting in touch with a skydiving company just to get some more detailed information. Decision making often involves facing uncertainty and even a fear of failure. As a supporter, you might help by showing that this is a normal experience in decision making. You might even be inclined to share your own experience of making a somewhat scary decision and what you gained in making that decision. Decision making usually involves weighing up the pros and cons, the benefits and risks that are attached to different choices. As a supporter, you might help the person get a clear picture of that weighing up process. You might even help them draw up a table of pros and cons and then have a conversation that's all about throwing around the possible outcomes of choices and putting it all out there on the table so that it can be seen clearly. And when a person who's not used to making their own decisions makes a decision, that's something to celebrate. Regardless of the size of the decision, this person has just taken hold of their own life and started giving it shape. Our supported decision-making podcast series has covered a lot of territory and there's been a lot of information. Hopefully you've found a few key messages that will help you in your efforts to support others. The fact that you've spent time listening to this podcast is a solid indication that you're a person who wants to make a positive difference and wants to be a better supporter of others. That positive intent in you is the foundation for the positive support that you're going to provide to others in the future. In bringing this podcast series to an end, I want to acknowledge the great work of a colleague, Sharon Kensel, 
whose community educational work focusing on supported decision-making has provided a significant foundation for this podcast. In one of her presentations, she included feedback from a range of people with disabilities in response to the question, What support is important to you? I want to now share their responses. Ask me what I want and need. Treat me like an adult. Support me to speak up for myself and be heard. Respect my relationships. Take time to get to know me. Speak up for me when I can't. Talk to me, not about me. Treat me with respect. Support me to identify and and deal with my feelings. Respect my culture. Respect my privacy. Focus on my strengths. Help build my confidence. Give me feedback on my self-advocacy. Support me to make meaningful decisions. Remember, it's my life. Support me to understand my options. Involve others when asked. Be a good role model. Thank you for spending time listening to our supported decision-making podcast. If you know anyone who might benefit from this podcast, please let them know about it. We're all on a journey, gaining skills and confidence in our own decision-making and in the support we give others. I wish you all the best in your good efforts, now and in the future.